San Diego. San Diego. Padres, not Chargers. Padres, not. Alright, I'm done. San Diego, ladies and gentlemen, I won't homer out. All podcasts, we'll get to football, we'll get to the Celtics back in the series, we'll get to the whole thing, baby. But I want to start today's Monday podcast. Look, I'm in such a good mood, I lost a lot yesterday. And my tunnel vision is sifting through else so that I can get, essentially, so that I can get permission to wear this shirt. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I, I, I wouldn't wear this shirt in public if it wasn't for special occasions. This is one of... This is like equivalent, this shirt's material, to as abysmal as fishnets are in swim trunks for dudes. That's how rough it is rocking this in public in terms of just like what's going on. But the Padres are going to the playoffs. And they did it in extras. And let me segue nicely into how the Padres just stepped on a metaphoric gullet against the M's yesterday to close out in extras. And the Chargers, who shouldn't have even been in overtime, because I don't see that game going as well yesterday. In fact, following up on my 1-2 and two against the spread yesterday, balancing out my 3-0 and o from week 1, here we are on the pod. Well, I should say I did have San Fran on record, and I did have Dallas and Atlanta over on record, but I got the Dallas spread wrong, minus two and a half, even though they won. I took, man, there were some easy picks yesterday, dude. There were some, San Francisco to cover should have been easy. You don't think Baltimore against Houston should be easy, but that should be an easy cover too in a weird way because one team's disciplined and well coached and one team isn't. Bill O'Brien, the sooner the Texans realize, and this is how much I'm going around the board, and now I'm talking Bill O'Brien and the Texans. I'll, I'll bring it back to the Chargers. But Bill O'Brien just needs to go, and you look at, I guess you look at the board yesterday, and, and a lot of the better teams won like and found a way to win. Because if you look at this being a quarterback league, which it is, Last night and yesterday, the better quarterback won almost every game. Let's do it real quick. I would take Dak over Matt Ryan right now. Sorry. Sorry. I know it's the first 0-2 Atlanta start since like, what was it? I think seven years. When they were interviewing Julio on ESPN last night. Rodgers beat Stafford. Close one, but Tannehill beat Minshew. Philly Riv beat Cousins. Cousins are so abysmal. Josh Allen beat Fitz. Garoppolo beat Darnold. Goff beat Wentz. That's a fun one. 37-19 ran for dogs. Obviously, Drew Lockout hurt. Let's hope he's okay. Pitt wins. Tom beat 
Teddy Bridge, Kyler Murray beat Haskins, Mahomes beat Herbert, Lamar beat Deshaun, and Russell beat Cam. I don't want to be the guy to make the observation that you could get behind every quarterback's team that's better than the quarterback's opposition they were going against yesterday. One, give me an argument for a team that lost yesterday that has a better quarterback. I mean, it's close on a couple. Don't get me wrong. Deshaun and Lamar are close. You got to give edge MVP at the moment, in my humble opinion. You got to give the edge to the Super Bowl champion, Russell Wilson, who also won last night over Cam, even though Cam's here to stay, baby. But bringing it all the way back to the beginning of the podcast and the initial note, when the Padres went to the gullet, the Chargers played not to lose. Fourth and one, sure they were on their own side of the field. I get it. If you don't get it, the game's over because the kicker, I mean, geez, man, Romo called homeboy on the Chiefs, which is crazy to say. Crazy to say that Butker's as, as good as Mariano Rivera. But the guy hit 258 yards yesterday. He hit one, then a false start, and then a time. Or he, yeah, false start hit, timeout hit, hit it again to beat the, the Chargers. But it's like, dude, Patty Mahomes getting the ball back on his own 15 or your 40 doesn't matter. He's scoring, dude. So let's give it a shot. Let's play to win. Herbert played above his expectations. If you are waking up a Chargers fan, if I'm in a low-hate relationship with the team, and you're not saying Herbert's the starter, the clear-cut future right now, you are blind. Credit to my buddy Craig, supporter of the pod, for calling Herbert being a beast. I didn't see it happen. Dude, he's like Andrew Luck. Built for tough, dude. You can't. He took some shock. He took some grown man, adult. My shoulder would have been in the other living room type shots yesterday. Gamer. Herbert's got dogs. With a team that needs some more of it, dude. You don't think Herbert's waking up saying, I could have got us a yard? This isn't fourth and six, dude. I'm out here wearing a free Padres t-shirt like it's 99 at Qualcomm. Barking that Anthony Lynn needs to go for it, dude. On fourth and one. Herbert's in the game. Wasn't supposed to be. You're in overtime. Eight and a half point spread. I was on the Chiefs. Sold my millhouse soul. Was on the team against the team I grew up with. They're already there. They're all the way there. Overtime. Have the ball first. Game over if you get in the end zone. And what does Anthony Lynn do? Fourth and one in OT was trending on Twitter yesterday, people. What else do I need to say? We're hot on a Monday. Cannot sweat in this shirt. Everything will be chafed. This shirt is so close to tablecloth. You can hear it through the mic. All right, we got Monday Night Football tonight. Want to mention a couple things yesterday. Bears are 2-0. That's something I didn't predict. 
Kyler Murray, my littlest brother, shout out Benjamin, is trying to tell me that Kyler Murray is arguably the fifth best quarterback playing right now in the in the NFL in terms of who's had the best first two weeks. Kyler Murray is arguably in the top five. Dude, what the Cardinals did going Rosen willing to part with Rosen and go with Murray is an incredible lesson for the rest of the league. You go quarterback every single year, every single year till you find your guy. The Cardinals are going to the playoffs. They are that extra team in the NFC that gets a wild card. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I I got a hard time. I got a hard there's I shouldn't say the Cardinals are going to the playoffs. Because there's gonna be a very I mean, I'm thinking about it. The Rams are going to the playoffs, the Seahawks are going to the playoffs, and the Niners are going to the playoffs. So geez, someone's gonna fall off. It'll be the Cardinals. But they might be nine and seven. Do they go ten and six and miss the playoffs? I, I just see Tommy, Braid, and Drew Brees getting in. Brady and Brees are getting in. So if Brady and Brees are getting in, that means one wild card spoken for. And that's probably just the Packers. Unless the Bears find a way to win 10 games, 11 games. It's going to be a very competitive NFC. Very competitive NFC. Already off. If you're two in the hole like the Eagles and 0-2 after two weeks, you're looking up. You're, bro, you're treading water. Used to play water polo in a different life. You got your hands out of the water, treading with just your feet. You are screwed if you're the Lions, if you're the Vikings. You cannot afford to go 0-2 in the NFC. You just can't. The only in you have is through your division, like the NFC East, as we learn every year. So I was on... The Packers, that was a fun live one, down 14-3. Should have been easy for most folks out there getting that. Wow. Even money just about. That's as good as it gets at Lambeau. Packers route them. 42-21, cup of the six. I lose the Chiefs spread. If I were to look, I mean, there's no way of guessing. I got to say I'd go with the Chiefs in the eight and a half. Coming off my, my stat of winning 15 in the last 16, just dominating the division. There is no home court. If anything, the home field advantage has gone for the Chiefs in SoFi because it would have been a sea of red, as I also mentioned. And then also, also, yeah, we lost the Cowboy game. 2% chance again. Second week in a row for bad beats. This is a sports gambling podcast. Second week in a row. A 2% chance for a team to win. Last week, the Bears. This week, the Cowboys. Wow. What are you saying if you're a Cowboys fan right now? Another dramatic 9-7 season? Or did this team potentially turn a corner yesterday? Like, not even just doing a hot take. Did they and their belief level, kind of like the Phillip Rivers, Chargers, unclutch, the Chargers are going to charger, if you will, spiel, the Jason Garrett Cowboys are just going to 9-7, and 8-8 eight and eight out. Is there a chance that there is a new leaf turned? Because that's exactly what the Giants are going to be. 7-9, and 8-8. Eight eight. 
I hope Saquon gets better. He's on my fantasy team. Anyone out there? I, it's like I'm up for adoption in the fantasy world. I'm down to invest in your team. I lost my first round draft pick. My buddy went Zeke. I had third pick my whole day. I'm prepped to go Zeke, assuming he goes Saquon. Everybody goes McCaffrey, Saquon. Who's going McCaffrey, Zeke? He goes Zeke. I go Saquon. Who doesn't? It's a three. I sent a group text out to my fantasy football group. Hey, man. I'm not sending a uh, you a baby shower gift anymore. You woke up with your kid having one less baby shower gift because I take fantasy that seriously that my buddy, all day I prepare to go Zeke at three. He goes Saquon. Now, Saquon is out for the year, more than likely. <sighs> Zeke is thriving. Five and a half points for the New Orleans Saints tonight as we segue out. Padres in the playoffs, if I didn't say it enough. First time in 14 years. Oh, six. Life was good back then. Stadium Arcadium, double album, red hot chili peppers, cooking, snow, hayo. Used to jam it on the drums. Shout out Chad Smith all day long, baby. Man, I wish I could sing. Wish I could rap it. Heyo, 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 heyo. I was on Dallas in game one, Stanley Cup Finals. Tonight, Juice is minus 143. Vegas moved the Vig a little. That's interesting. I believe it was in the neighborhood of minus 167, somewhere minus 175. Lightning lose on home ice. Dallas. I think if there was a time to go Lightning, I'd still like Dallas to win the Cup on pure emotion. This is like the year the Dallas Stars win the cup when no one's in the in the stands. It's got to be great for Dallas, though, man. The city. Um, they're going to lose. Look, all the luck and the talent to the Cowboys yesterday. Uh, not to be that guy, but if you want a little ga- want to know how my emotional gambling mind thinks, the city squeezed all the good sports gambling luck out of yesterday and gave it to the Cowboys over the Falcons to take the Lightning on home ice tonight against the Dallas Stars in Game 2. You don't like that rationale? I like the pick for the day in an outrageous shirt that I'm wearing. You don't wear a tablecloth for a shirt every day. Those are my two picks. I like the Saints minus 5.5. I think they beat the, the, the Raiders. Although, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of pride on this Raiders team. So they're going to be swinging. I mean, dude, this Raiders team has dog, bro. I got a decent eye for teams that really want to win, gutsy win against Carolina on the road. Coming back, dude, the Raiders are cellularly, habitually used more than any other team than playing in this setting. Why? They've had 16 road games. They've been all over the place. They've been out of their natural habitat. They're used to adversity. They're used to uncomfortable settings. I don't know, though, because I just refreshed, and the five and a half went to Saints minus four, and that is fascinating. I talked this out. That means people took a lot of money on Vegas plus five and a half to buy down that point. If you're looking at it on a professional level, 
That's what that means. That means the public jumped on the Raiders to cover. So it lowered now the Saints minus four as we record this podcast. Still hours to go in the game on a Monday, September 21st, 2020. Subscribe if you can, please. Rate, review. We're doubling. We're tripling numbers. We're moving. We're shaking. We're climbing up the ranks, baby. You type sports gambling in on podcast. We're officially on the list. Let's go. Very exciting. Here we go. Moving up Mount Everest, the climb of the mountain we will never get to because there's always another bad beat and there's always another great win. That's it for me. I'm out. Picks. Lightning in game two. I like the I like the Saints minus four. I would still probably take the Saints in minus five. Five and a half. You live by the hook. You die by the hook. Our homie Jay Rude. Also, amidst the Padres making the playoffs, an incredible day of football. We have Anthony Davis for the first time in the conference finals. Going, or I should say the brow, went from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Fly, fly. Last night, Rondo, the special chemistry he has with AD, goes back to the Pelicans. The farthest place AD has gone in the playoffs. The only place he's gone in the playoffs. And his ex-teammate, who's now still his teammate, finds him, tells him earlier in the game he's going to get him back on a play that they had to correct. It's not LeBron. Everyone's eyes are on the king. AD Just, I mean, I looked at my brother. He got up off the couch. We ran at each other. We broke COVID quarantine. We chest bump. We fist bump. We hug. Let's go. We scream. The Lakers win. Two points. They don't cover, but who cares? Dude, Anthony Davis went from a boy to a man among boys yesterday. Just kidding. No, he's been a man. But no, seriously, a growth moment for AD. I couldn't be happier for him. This sounds a little crazy. Hasn't been a Laker, buzzer beater game winner, down to go up, win to go home since the Ori tip back three against Wow, I can't even believe. That's uh, a whole nother lifetime. And AD, shout out to the Mamba, shouts out Kobe after he hits it in the Mamba jerseys. I'm getting chills, I'm telling you. This is the Lakers year, bro. 